welcome to this week's episode of Hardwood Hot Takes, where we talk about the NBA and Bachelorette. Uh, we've got the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals. Um, in the bottom half of it, second half of it, wrapping up uh, in the next week or so. And we've also got some NBA news, and let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, to my right is Brett Carter. What's up? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we also have Matt Chaparro. What's up? Yeah. Um, so, big news this week on the uh, Memphis front. What happened, Matt? Got a new coach in town. There we go. Yeah, finally. So, do they actually get him, or do they just offer the job? Yeah, he today. Accepted today. Oh, today okay. they uh, four-year contract. The money. I don't. How think much is, money is out yet? I don't think they disclosed that. Probably yet. less than Vogel for sure. Uh, David Fisdale is his name. I don't know if we said that yet, but David Fisdale, uh, former Heat assistant coach. Since 2008, so he's got two rings mm-hmm. with them. Uh, supposedly, Spoh's right hand man. Yeah. <clears throat> this year, he, this last year, he was the uh, associate head coach, I think. Yeah. And he was also the director of player development for them, which is, I think, is kind of promising, at least a little bit, just because they've had a couple of young guys come in and play really well, like Winslow and Richardson, also yeah. Whiteside. Oh, yeah. So I think that at least. Gives a little bit of promise to the Grizz. They need some player development because we need to get some young guys who can actually play. Our roster's yeah. pretty old at this point. So There's also been good things said about uh, about him from Heat fans saying yeah. he's uh, he gives really insightful like halftime interviews and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and uh, he really connects with the players really well. So that's encouraging. Maybe we'll have an actual players coach for the first time ever, I think. Uh I don't know. I, I wouldn't say Jaeger was a player's coach or really Lionel. I feel mm-hmm. like everyone secretly hate, hated Lionel. He ruined a lot of or, guys' careers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Straight up. Lionel, Lionel, this is this is my hot take, which isn't really that hot, but it's kind of hot. Lionel Hans ruined O.J. Mayo. O.J. Mayo was yeah. really good his rookie year, and then he just got in his head, and he was never the same. Yeah, never. so the exciting thing about Fisdale might be that, like, we might actually try to develop young players in Memphis yeah. going forward, which we've never really done before. The only young player to come out of Memphis or the out of the Grizzlies, like from the beginning to like a good player, was Mike Conley. Darrell yeah. Arthur was almost there, and then and he tore his Achilles. Yeah, what about Marcus Mark? Well, Mark, but he was still he was probably what like twenty five when he came in the league, something like that. So I guess that's young, but hmm. um. yeah, um, but he's. Oh, something else I was going to say. I can't remember now. Uh, but he's got control of the off season now. And so we have our first mailbag question. Actually, our only mailbag question of the week. Our first from, mailbag question in weeks. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, in a long time. Shout out. Who, who is it? Uh, at Convict Mick. Oh, Convict Mick. Um, and Brother of former convict. special guests. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The Mickleby brothers uh, dominating the podcast. Uh, Convict Mick says, what offseason moves do you think the Grizz could make with the added cap space? Um, who stays? Who goes? So, yeah, the cap's jumping up a little bit this offseason. Yep. And so we're going to have room for hopefully a few free agent signings. Um, first things first, though, kind of like we have to see what happens with Mike Conley. 
mm-hmm. and then figure out where the dominoes fall after that. Um, and who knows what's going to happen with that. Yeah, I think I think we kind of hit on it like a couple of weeks ago when we talked about how I think Mike Conley is going to kind of hold out until he knows. And, like He's basically going to hold and say like, hey, you guys need to get players, otherwise I'm not going to resign, even though he's probably going to resign, but we don't know for sure. Right. I think he's going to use those leverage, and hopefully he thinks we'll get some good players. Right. There's also been reports. I saw. Well, we saw. I don't think we talked about it, but the Spurs plan on courting him. But I also saw something today where the Pacers are planning on trying to go after him, which isn't like like the that's Pacers. not that's not mm-hmm. more appealing, I guess, than the Grizzlies. Except he has Paul George, but it's not like he's leaving Memphis to going some big town or something. Right. Um. But uh, uh, obviously signing Mike is the number one priority. I think as far as free agency goes, I don't think Memphis has much of a shot at getting any of the big names. No, um, not as far as like Durant or even like someone like Harrison Barnes like that someone's going to offer Max. I don't think. I don't, I don't think I want Harrison Barnes. No. I, yeah, I, don't I used to think he was pretty good like last year, but... I don't know, man. I I just don't see it in him. Uh, even if you're on the best team ever, I think being a fourth option anywhere is kind of telling. His whole job is just like be a spot up shooter. Yeah. And just like oh, pass to me. Oh, I'll take a three. I yeah. mean, like he's got some moves, and he probably would be a lot better if he was like a higher option in terms of like his his numbers. Obviously, would improve, but I yeah. don't think that he. But he's a, he is a really solid three and D. Yeah, he is like, totally. As I, good I definitely as you agree. I just don't know if I'd want to pay him max money. Right. He's, he's not. To. He's not like the best player on a championship team. By oh, any definitely means. not. Uh, but yeah, you don't ha- necessarily have to be the best player on a championship team to be max money worthy. Not anymore. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, but, I wouldn't want him for max money on the Bulls. But just like, uh, I, I think the number one priority I I would think would be a wing player that can yeah. shoot. Um, what about Baysmore? Which, which has always been the number one priority. Yeah, Bays, I think Baysmore. I want Baysmore coming to come to the Bulls, honestly. Um, he's going to get a lot of money, though. Probably he's 13, 14 a million a year. I think I think realistically, Batum, Nicholas Batum might, still, might even be. Even though he like, said he, he's like going to Charlotte to get the first shot, I still think that for some odd reason he would be a good fit. Like, mm-hmm. I think that he wouldn't be against coming to Memphis. I guess that might be wrong because, you know, a couple of years ago when the Blazers and the Grizz played, I guess it was last year, there was all this, like, stuff about how, like, it was, like, national stuff where, like, he was, like, said something about Spaniards and how – do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was crazy. What? what did he say? It was, like, a big deal on ESPN and he had to apologize publicly. Yeah, he's French. Yeah. Was he saying something bad yeah. about it was a It was a joke about he, Spaniards He, like, bad-mouthed Spanish people or something. It, like, <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was intended to be, like, a lighthearted joke and people kind of – Yeah, isn't that, like, the equivalent of, like, an American saying something about Canadians and just yeah. jest? Yeah, so. it was. And he was, like, I feel really bad because it was totally a joke. And Mark, Mark, Mark and uh, – Whoever like just didn't care. They were like, "That's fine." But I think realistically, he's probably our our number one um, target yeah. this off season. As far as like, he's probably the best case scenario, realistically, that we could look at. And I, people have been throwing this around a lot. I don't know how I actually feel about it, but another option is also Evan Fournier. A lot of people mm-hmm. seem to think he could yeah. grow into be something. And he might be a little bit cheaper. Than yeah. Batum, possibly. He's, little, he's younger too. He's restricted, so we'd have to 
we'd have to offer more than the magic are willing to match. Mm, true. Um, but it seemed like he is gettable from what I had read. It seemed like maybe 12, 13 million would be enough to, I for the magic so. to let him go. What, uh, but he's, he's solid too. He's a really solid shooter and he's a Grizz killer. It seems like he always plays hard against the Grizz. If I'm you, remembering yeah. correctly. What do you think the chances are that the, the Grizz try to resign Lance Stevenson, like decline his option and then resign him? Do you think that's a possibility? I hope not. I don't know. I, 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 I don't think I was like For that. us to be a good team, I don't think we can have Lance on our team. But I <laughs> loved watching him when we were just like so shitty. Yeah, he was so fun. Yeah. <laughs> of course, when you're not trying to win or you're not you don't care about winning. But he like he like actually played hard. Like yeah. I respect him. He seems like I think he's better than a lot of people give him credit for. Um other options. Ryan Anderson, his name has been kicking around a little bit. Mm. And I'm not sure how good of a fit that would be. Luau Dang, he played really well in the playoffs. Ooh. And people are throwing his name out a little bit. Would be another three and D. Yeah, he's kind of older. He's um, like thirty now, right? I think he's oh, older he's than older that. Than 30, thirty. I want to say He was in the same high school class as LeBron, and he went to college. I'm gonna say he's like thirty three oh, wow. or thirty four. Oh no! Wait, yeah, they're the same age. They're the same age. I was gonna say. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Yeah, they're like, the same age. Not, I mean, they're the same age. So he's like thirty two. Okay. So. Um. Yeah, I'm just scrolling through a list of free agents. Evan Turner, I, I'm gonna pass on Evan Turner. I don't. He's kind of like Lance he's Stevenson. Fine. He's a system player. He's fine. I don't have a problem with him, but he has to be in the exact right. But realistically, situation. like what, Jeremy Lin as backup point guard. I mean, I wouldn't be against that. I like Jeremy <laughs> Lin. I know Brett Whoa. hates Jeremy Lin. I don't know why. He seems like a very nice guy. Very, <laughs> I don't give very, a shit. Very respectable. Doesn't don't care. You don't how like he his is. hairstyles. I hate his hairstyles. They're the I didn't like worst. the mohawk or whatever, but I like the, the back ponytail. I thought that was what? Cool. It's not even a ponytail. It's like a little nub. It looks yeah. like a dog who had its tail clipped at birth. No, 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 no. Yes, it does. It's not even a tail. It's like a tiny little mm. knot. Alan Crabb is a is a free agent, so that could be a that could be a steal. How, how young potential. is he? Is he like twenty? I don't know. This, this doesn't say. He's young. How old He's he really young. He's probably restricted. Toledovich is going to be a free agent. Ooh. Brett's favorite player. Toledovich. He just rains threes on everybody. He rains threes and gets boards. Doesn't play defense. Let's go. No, I mean, My kind of player. Oh, what about Waiters oh. in Memphis? Dion. That'd be that divisive. Is, that's just a new Lance Stevenson coming in. No, no, no. He's better than Lance Stevenson. I think they're pretty comparable. I, I don't think he's. He would do more. Than... He would. He would fit better. He has a better chance need. of being better. I think. I think we've seen his ceiling. He I don't dribbles think around seen... and takes to and takes long range to. He I played like, really well. I like how Dion's been playing recently. We we can we should talk. I guess we should just talk about this. That that he's been a big reason why the Thunder have been as good as yeah. they are in the in the postseason he's been very like serviceable like definitely like a good role player they're only playing like seven or eight players a night and he's getting i don't know 20 25 yeah, minutes a game like and doing really well with those 20 25 minutes i mean normally when he penetrates and he tries to like go and like finish he's a terrible finisher so he can't ever actually do that but recently he started like throwing these like behind the back passes yeah. to like surge and just like they're just getting like instant dunks because they're just right there i don't know why everyone like tries to like stop his penetration they should just not guard him because he can't make a layup <laughs> it's a terrible finisher and 
Kevin Durant told him "fuck you," so you know. Yeah, that was that was a joking thing. That was a that was a. How was that joking? It they was called after, the time. It was after Kevin Durant hit a shot, and it was so. What happened was Kevin Durant was going, and he was open for a layup. Dion didn't pass it to him. He waited like a second too late. Then he passed it to Durant, and he hit a fadeaway shot. And he was like, "Fuck you, dude!" Passed it to me earlier, but he was like smiling when he said it. Uh, I don't remember. He obviously didn't see it. Happen. I did. He wasn't smiling. He was smiling. He said, hey, man, fuck you. Fuck you. Pass me the ball. And he wasn't smiling. He was and th- I'm almost positive that I'm Durant, gonna... Durant didn't even get the ball that possession. They called a timeout. No. No, he scored a He scored a fadeaway. I remember it. So why? Oh, my gosh. You're so wrong. I can't. I can't. Ex- we just have to move on. I can't, yeah, I can't let's, express let's how keep wrong. going. Do we want to talk about the Thunder and Golden State, or do we want to talk about your boy, Let's give Chicago. our RIP of the week for now. Sure, yeah, RIP. Well, apparently they said, he, well, a report came out that he's told teammates that he who? was leaving. Who's he? You Who's haven't he? said who Joe he Kim Noah. Oh, yeah, Joe Kim Noah. Said that he was leaving, and then after, I guess. The fr- second best JoJo. <laughs> he was never JoJo. <laughs> um, so after, after the front office heard that, apparently they had a meeting with him. And they had positive talks, nah. but no, <laughs> that's, he, he, that's he's just saving face. <laughs> he's gone. He's going to leave, which I don't blame him. Fred Hoiberg screwed him over, didn't start him. That just really messed up the whole vibe of the team. And apparently, there's like this big divide in the Bulls. That's like, and Hoiberg lied about their interaction. He said, "Oh yeah, Joe Kim's totally fine." No, he said, "No, he he actually he said, said <laughs> that Joe Kim Noah approached him and <laughs> said, i 'I'll come off the bench.'" And then when they asked Joe Kim Noah about that, he was like. Not true. <laughs> Didn't say that. <laughs> but there's apparently this big divide that's like the old bulls and the new bulls. So like Derek Rose and Joe Kim Noah are on one side, and then Pau Gasol and Jimmy Butler are like on the other side. So Pau Gasol comes in, and all he's ever known is Jimmy Butler to be the leader. But Derek Rose has been the leader the whole, for Joe Kim Noah. So there's like this divide that they have and it's just really just created a terrible chemistry Hmm. and they just recently fired the lady who was basically like the head of the training staff who was the one that derrick rose she got him through all of his rehabs and it was his girl he wanted her to have the job and she got it and they just fired her and they're about to hire jimmy butler's choice so that's like a that's like a big fuck you to derrick rose which is like that's fine, but yeah, Joe Noah's out, so... Give me 30 seconds on what's going to happen to the Bulls this offseason, your predictions. <sighs> this offseason, we lose Joe Noah, we lose Pau Gasol. We're not, we're not going to trade. No one's going to take Derrick Rose. I don't know why anyone would. Who wants to take Derrick Rose at $20 million just to have him be a free agent? Jimmy Butler's going to stay. They're not going to trade him. And they'll sign a free agent center, hopefully... Azili or Biombo, someone that's can kind of sub in the Joe Noah role, athlete, a lot of energy, not an offensive threat really, just rim protector, good at defense. Who do you think is better between Azili and Biombo? <laughs> Who would you rather have? Again? I mean, probably Azili, I guess. I mean, Biombo's been really good these playoffs at home anyway. I mean, he's been not good on the road, but. I just feel like Azili has a little more upside. He's, I think that we haven't seen all that he can do because he's on such a good team with such a limited role That's that if he was fair. a starting center, I think he could 
I think he'd be pretty good. I think the way that you get rid of Derrick Rose is you suck it up and you have to trade a, a pick with him. And that's how you get someone like the Nets to take Derrick Rose is if you throw in first round mm. pick for him. Yeah, yeah but I don't so first you, But I don't want to yeah. I don't I don't necessarily want to get rid of Derrick Rose when he just has one year left on his contract because But if you're getting rid of that twenty million dollars, then you have a chance to get like Yeah, but who wants to know. we have enough room to get we have enough room to sign a max guy this offseason. I what just if don't you want to get two max guys. No one's gonna want to come there. The organization is in complete shambles. We're not going to get like a Kevin Durant. I mean, he's not going to go there. Why would you go there? He's on the Thunder. I mean, you just I, – hey, I don't have – on a one-year contract. <laughs> I just don't have high hopes for us getting a big free agent. So, at this point, it's like the second half of the season, Derrick Rose played well. Like, he was yeah, good. he really did, actually. So, I'm fine with him being our starting point guard for at mm. least another year. Mm. I'm just going to say that sounds like a, a – you're a Derrick Rose lifer. You still can't give up the, the drug. <laughs> he play. I mean, I'll, I'll never I'll give it up. <laughs> no, he. I mean, he did. He I, if we trade him and got the only person. What if? What if you traded him and you got Hassan and Demar Derozan? I mean, who the fuck would do that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, we don't need Demar Derozan. We have Jimmy Butler. We have a better Demar Derozan. Or what about? I would love Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I would love to have Hassan Whiteside. Um, Getting Hassan Whiteside, getting dumping Derrick Rose's contract and picking up a Jeff D- Jeff Teague, I'd be down with that. That'd be yeah. pretty solid. Hmm. I don't know. That's we'll interesting. See. That's what creative. We've got, we got Dwayne Wade. Ooh, from, coming back to Chicago. Yeah, Ooh. to retire bull. There's no. <laughs> you have to let him wear number twenty three for one season though. No chance. <laughs> Stay your ass in Miami. <laughs> Dwayne Wade's for sure a Wade li- or a Heat lifer. Yeah, but I don't know what's going to happen. Is he going to want another max contract this year? Him know. and LeBron are going to yeah. go to the Clippers with Chris Paul. Ugh. God, I, can't, I can't imagine anything <laughs> worse than that. Would you wait? Would you rather LeBron and Dwayne Wade go to to the Clippers to play with Chris Paul or go to the Knicks to play with Carmelo? Oh, the Knicks, Knicks would be so much better. That would be 100% better. Why? Because they have Porzingis? No, just because it would be more fun. It would be New York. I yeah, like, but you have Chris Paul like throwing LeBron alley oops and oh, shit. Oh, that's true. But mm. Melo's I imagine Melo being the third banana or the second banana. That'd be so much fun. They would make the finals. Yeah, they would. I don't know. Melo and Le, Melo and LeBron on the same team, and then Dwayne Wade putting up like sixteen or seventeen points a game. That'd be really fun. That'd be so fun. And in the garden. Too. Yes, in the garden. How epic I, would that be? What LeBron? They would. Do? They would literally put them on national TV twice if, a week. Yeah. All of their games. <laughs> I, I, I don't wouldn't. Be I would watch f- all their games too. It wouldn't be that fun. You guys are jacking it up like it'd be so no, awesome. No, no, no. It would be really fun. It'd be better than you know, Dwayne Wade is not. He he showed a glimpse of the past in the playoffs throughout the season. He's not like that fun to watch anymore. No, he's not. That's true. But Carmelo, but not that fun to watch anymore. LeBron is, and LeBron Melo would be if you if it was just that's a worse team than he's on now. Just be like an all star team. It's it's a worse team than he's on now. Yeah, it depends what kind of other pieces they slotted in there. I mean, I guess with Porzingis. Yeah, with Porzingis. No, this is what you got. You that would got, be a good team. No, you run Porzingis at the five. You bring Jeremy Lin back. And LeBron. So it's <laughs> Porzingis at the five, LeBron at the four, Carmelo at the three, Dwayne Wade at the two, and then you slide anyone in. Jeremy slide Lin. in just some scrub oh, point guard. Mario Chalmers, go. First of all, oh, yeah. Carmelo can't play with Jeremy Lin because he got too much. He got too famous, and it made Carmelo mad. Because he wants it to be in all the pictures. Oh my God, bitch! So <laughs> well, let's let's go ahead and get to the playoffs. Um, 
So the the Western Conference Finals right now are uh, a shocker. Um, Golden State down three games to one to the Thunder, um, which none of us predicted this. Nope. Not even last week. I don't think anyone, yeah. <laughs> when they were up 2-1. <laughs> I don't think anyone uh, in the world predicted this. So I, I guess the number one question for like why this is happening is do we think Curry is secretly hurt or what what's happening I mean no one was questioning whether he was hurt when he was putting up 40 against the Blazers or playing awesome in game one and game two I just think it's I mean like he even I'm not saying I think there might be a difference there between the Blazers and I mean yeah well he played well earlier in the season also he declared after drilling a three I'm back back. and also I saw a like a little vine of him doing a 360 dunk in warm-ups the other night. Hmm. He's guarding Russell Westbrook fine. Yeah, but at the same time, you ne- he definitely came back before he was 100%. I mean, yeah, but if anything, sure it's just rust. Feeling. I don't think he's injured. I think it's just rust. Like, he just isn't making shots. He's getting good shots. I don't he's think he's 100%. Them. But I also don't think that's necessarily a good enough excuse to explain why they aren't winning games, though. And I don't – yeah, exactly. I don't think that – ultimately matters and i think it kind of detracts from that real story which is the thunder are playing amazing yes and playing really good defense every night they look awesome also yeah. what happened to draymond green i mean he has been oh well, we can shit. we can talk about what happened to draymond green he should have had two flagrant fouls the first one he should have been ejected for yeah, that, there's because no way. The kicking the balls was so, so obvious. So let's just do the whole timeline, the whole kicking in the balls <laughs> timeline. Uh, first night, one night, you have the Cavs and Raptors and Dante Jones, uppercuts, <laughs> like dragon punches, uh, Biombo, right? Was it Biombo? Yeah, Biombo. Yeah. Biombo. At the end of the game, on the At last possession. At the end of the game, like, punches him in the nuts. Clearly intentional. Um and they suspend Dante Jones. Well, whoop de doo Dante Jones never plays. LeBron also they, said he would pay his $80 fine. <laughs> $80? I saw that it was $80. There's no way it was $80. He got suspended one game. Uh, so I think that was, the majority, a game? That was anyway, the majority anyway. of his punishment. <laughs> anyway. It was on Real GM, okay? So that happens. And then the next night, um, Draymond Green is flailing for a foul to get a foul call. Yeah. And kicks he, he Stephen Adams. The shot, or he like he, he, he throws flails, his arms up. And he gets back to the ground, and then he kicks up after yeah. he's already landed. He, kicks, he was already stabilized. He kicks one leg up, uh, and in between Stephen's Adam, Stephen Adams' legs. But you're also forgetting the unintentional one he did the game before when he need him in yeah. the ball. Right? He yeah, he was going up for a shot and need him. And then they even asked him about that one, and he was like, "No, I'm fine, whatever." And then the next game, he does the flail, lands, and then kicks him right in the balls. And so <laughs> like they very they, hard. with they, the shin too. Yeah. And so in the game, they give him a flagrant one, and what is that like a technical? It's two shots in the ball. Yeah. If you get two flagrant ones, you get ejected. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the same thing as technical. Basically um, a technical. And so that's all that happens, and then the NBA reviews it later and says that was the right call. No, they called it a flagrant, too. They upgraded it. No, they didn't. As far as I know. They I did. Mean, they, they upgraded if, it to a flagrant, too. But they didn't give them a suspension. No, because in a flagrant, two, you just get ejected for the rest of the game. But since the game was already over, they couldn't eject him. Is that not what happened to Dante Jones? He got a flagrant, too. 
and was suspended. No, he, the well, they, game. they reviewed it and sus- he didn't even get a foul called in the game. They reviewed it and suspended him. Uh, either way, there's a double standard there where oh, yeah, Draymond, he's a superstar. Green, Draymond Green didn't get ejected from the game or suspended from the next game. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. And then last, no, two nights ago, um, he trips Stephen <laughs> Adams, like very obviously. Enos nothing Cantor. gets called. Oh, it was Cantor. You're right. Yeah. And uh, nothing gets called, not even a foul. And so this, I mean, this is just so obvious, the the double standard that exists in calling fouls on superstar players or even on one team versus another. They reviewed that one and didn't even call that one a flagrant one because if he gets one more flagrant foul, he gets automatically suspended for a game. Yeah. So they even reviewed that one. It, I don't even know if it was called anything on the play. Yeah. I don't think it was. And then they reviewed it and then said no foul. So Jeff Van Gundy had a good point. If you, if it had been Stephen Adams kicking Steph Curry in the balls, on that on that <laughs> probably would have killed on him. that on that, <laughs> on that flail. Do you honestly think that they wouldn't have suspended Stephen Adams? That they would have called it the same way? No, absolutely not. Yeah, they would have they would have ejected him and suspended him for the next game probably. So it's just I don't know. It's it seems like just horseshit that the league would would be this clearly biased in favor of a team like the Warriors and someone like Draymond Green. Yeah, a lot of people have been comparing it to the the Suns-Spurs series back in like 05 or 07 when Amari Stoudemire left the bench when Robert Ory flattened Steve Nash. Oh, yeah. And that rule was if you leave the bench in a situation like that, it's an automatic one-game suspension. Boris Diaw got suspended to Amari Stoudemire, and they were like, that changes the outcome of the series, which it did. But this is like the same thing, but because it's not like an automatic, it's not like if you kick somebody in the balls, you're automatically suspended one game. It's more subjective. So then it's like, oh, well. Yeah, but this is, I mean, this has a very direct comparison. Like the day before, someone did the exact same thing and hit someone in the balls. Oh, I think he should have been suspended for sure. I think they thought that kind of it was like a hitman thing where like Dante Jones doesn't play. So they're just like, Either he's way. only in there to punch people in the balls. Either way. I, mean, I, I, I agree. I'm yeah. just saying that's, I think, what their thought process was. They want the best players to be playing. And if people are like, like when Kendrick Perkins does stuff like that, I think Kendrick Perkins has gotten suspended for some. Well, stuff. not only that, if you you could look at it the other way too. Like, what if LeBron would have been the one that did that to Biombo? Does he get suspended? No, no he doesn't not. even get a foul call. <laughs> exactly. Well, so I mean, the whole the whole thing that this extends to is that like officiating is clearly biased towards superstars, towards superstars, superstar and towards certain teams that the NBA wants to advance. I don't know, like how aware of that they might be or I don't know but it just it kind of bums me out that stuff like that it's it feels scripted it makes it makes the thing feel scripted it makes it seem um, weighted towards superstars and it's really disappointing well that's why what's his name Uh, Stan Van Gundy got fined after the game one of the Pistons because he said about the refs, like, he's LeBron. He's going to get every single call. He's not going to get called for pushing people. He's going to get every call. Yeah. Which I, is true. I, yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why I would get fined for that. It's so, it's so stupid. <laughs> Just because he was criticizing the refs. Yeah, that's the, that's the dumbest rule to me is that you can't criticize the refs without getting fined. 
I know. I it's like, I, why are they in this? Why are they so protected? Yeah. I saw something that said that the referees should have to go to like media, like media after games. They're oh, supposed yeah, yeah. to be. That would be so. Well, much not better. only that, the NBA will come out after the game and say, "Yeah, we've missed calls," yeah. so they can criticize it, but a coach can't be like, "What if they like?" Yeah, they really, really blew that at the end. That's twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. But on this, like the Spurs OKC game where waiters shoved Ginobili, that whole play, it was like, "Yeah, we missed like eleven calls." It's like what? Oh, yeah. Or they miss five calls in thirteen seconds or something. Yeah. But then you're not allowed to say anything as a coach or a player about how bad the officiating was. So it's really it's frustrating. It's one of the most frustrating things about the NBA right now, in my opinion. My takeaway from that though is Steven Adams is just like a machine. He yeah, does not seriously. get hurt. <laughs> He's gone down on the ground every game this series. Like no matter rolled an ankle, hurt his hand, his got kicked back. in the balls twice. Like uh, Azili like Wait sat on in his back. Yeah. Oh, that looked really painful. Yeah, but he just like bends over for a few seconds and then gets up and he's all right. <laughs> he's been. He is. Definitely... If it was anyone else, they would be rolling on the ground, holding their face. Imagine if it was LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, Draymond does that too. I mean, everybody does. That. I guess anyway. a superstar. Imagine if it was a superstar trying <laughs> yeah. to get a call. Stephen Adams has been incredible yeah. probably the breakout star of the playoffs honestly. oh absolutely I mean I think I saw, I heard something during the game and it's probably not exactly right but he only had like 10 or less double doubles throughout the whole season and he's already got like f- 5 or 6 I think he's almost the averaging playoffs. a double double it's like 10 and 9 something yeah. for his averages for the playoffs I just didn't know he could be I mean he's not like polished offensively but he can put he can score around the basket, yeah, which is something sure. like you didn't really see from him. But they're mm-hmm. finally like passing it to him in good positions, and, and he's, he's scoring. Doing it, he's doing it with like a broken thumb too, right? Or yeah, like something wrong with his thumb. He's wearing that. Um, and something cap. that I've seen him do that I've been really impressed with: a big man has finally figured out how to at least not get completely cooked by Steph Curry on a switch. Yeah, yeah he's blocked two. He, three well, because what he's doing, I was paying attention. He's not jumping. He's just staying on. He's like, I'm seven feet tall, and this guy's six three. If I just hold my hand up in front of him without jumping, I can still block the shot. Yeah. And he's done that like two times. He gets switched out there, and then he moves his feet, and he just doesn't jump. He doesn't. He's like, if he's gonna make it, he's gonna make it. But he's quick enough to keep step in front of him too, which is. He's not falling for all the ball movement. Like he honestly reminds me of like a Joe Kim Noah three or four years ago, just not as good of a passer. Like not yeah. a great scorer, but he can score. Good defender can switch out on guards. And rebound really well. Yeah. Well, the other breakout star has been uh, Andre Robertson. That's how you say it. Robertson. Robertson. Uh, who has been just really a terrible player for most of his career until this series. Dude, Even <laughs> against the Spurs, he was terrible. He's getting so many backdoor but cuts. Backdoor cuts, and he's like hitting threes that like yeah. he was never hitting before. They're just not guarding him on threes, and he's just making them. Yeah, and and. I mean, he's always been really good defensively, so yeah. he's playing really good D on Steph and uh, Clay Thompson. I mean, the fact that they can trot him out there for like 30 minutes a game has been he's been the difference. Another in my thing mind. with the Thunder too is everyone that they play a lot can play so many minutes. Yeah, like Abaka, Stephen Adams, Westbrook, oh, yeah. KD. I, they all I forgot play. about Abaka. Abaka. Finally woke up this, w- this really round. Finally playing defense down low, getting the ball in the paint. Throwing it down on people. Yeah, like it's like old Yeah, that throwdown. Yeah. yeah. That block he had last yeah. game. And another thing about Steph Curry that we hit, we didn't say is, like, he's not used to 
guarding someone like Russell Westbrook either. That's exhausting. It has to be. Yeah, I don't know why he's guarding Russell Westbrook. I mean, that could have something to do with his, like, poor... I mean, he's giving it a lot on the defensive end, and it's just taking away some on the offensive end. Something interesting is that I don't think that the Warriors have played any teams, because Kyrie Irving was hurt, they haven't played any teams with, like, a really dominant, healthy point guard on the other team in the Mm -hmm. playoffs. Even last year? Yeah. My, my, so, Mike was like super hurt. Mike's not like an elite point you, guard. You but might he's a good even point say guard. that they've never beaten a fully healthy team ever <laughs> in the playoffs, <laughs> dating back to last year. Well, they beat the Rockets. A Patrick good, Beverly. Oh, sorry, good team. <laughs> oh, fully, fully, <laughs> fully healthy, good team. Well, they were good. They were pretty good last year. Give but respect. I still think that it's the Clippers would have given them a better run year. for their money. Last year. Um, so, yeah, we have this question on here. Uh, if Golden State loses, how does this change basically their whole season? How, how do people look at this season? I, th- I think it's completely a complete failure if they... It tarnishes the legacy. They, I, had a, I heard a good comparison about this today. It's like watching a really, really good movie with a really shitty ending. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's great. That's what you remember is the yeah. shitty ending. That's like, true. oh, that was a good movie, but the ending sucks. Yeah. It's just going to be that like that trump card every time, like when the Patriots went 16-0 and or 18-0, yeah. and then they lost in the Super Bowl. Like, I think this is actually... Like, well, you guys lost. This is worse than the Patriots because... Anything can happen in like one game. That's true. And like that's one true. football yeah, game. That is, any, like any worse. crazy thing, like David Tyree's catch in the Super Bowl. That that's true. Anything crazy can happen in one game, but to lose a seven-game series and be dominated in that seven-game series, yeah, that's even worse. It just comes back to Michael Jordan being blessed by the basketball gods. People, <laughs> they don't want people to compare Steph Curry to Michael Jordan or the Warriors to his Bulls. It's like, I mean, at that point, you say, well. The Bulls had to have been a better team. They won the championship. They won one less yeah. game and won the championship. That's way more important. Yeah. Even obviously. like the 85, 86 Celtics. It's like you have to win or it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you don't win in we the end. You can't count them out, though. I mean, there's Oh, no. Still... I mean, if one team that's still left could come back from 3 1, it would be them. Right. I mean, if they still, honestly, if they still won the NBA the title, I wouldn't be shocked. They're not, Down, yeah, they're not favored I... by uh, uh, Vegas anymore. 538 gives them like a 15, 20% chance. It used to be like 40 or Do you think even if they still come back and win the championship, it's still a little less impressive that they... They've lost how many games now? Five? Five five games. Wait, let's... That's a lot. Talking about impressive, how impressive is it if the Thunder beat the, the Thunder... Or the Thunder beat the Spurs... Golden State and Cleveland. Uh, it would be the actual hardest they, uh, uh, championship, the most combined but, wins of yeah. any I read, championship. Yeah, I read run something about point by a long shot. Yeah. I read something about point differential, and it said that that would be the highest of all time. If they even if they beat the Thunder, or sorry, even if they beat the Spurs and the Warriors back to back, that's the highest point differential ever of beating two teams like that. Because both of those are unprecedented. You never have two teams that are in double digit. Like outscore teams by ten points, or, or let alone have two teams—one that won seventy-three and the other one that won like sixty-seven, yeah, sixty-eight. Totally. I mean, yeah. that's insane. Um, all right, let's move on to the Eastern Conference. We can just do this real quick. There's, there's not as as much intrigue in this. Not as fun. Um, but as it, fun. it has been crazy that the Raptors came back and and tied it two-two. It's now the series is three-two Cavs. Um, but the Raptors playing really well at home. Um, so maybe they take this next one and it goes to seven, but 
I mean, they just either look really good or really bad. I don't know what to how, think about them. I don't understand how they can be so bad on the road. It's like you're That's still. Gotta, I must just be a mental thing. It has to be. Know. It's like you're still NBA players. You just beat this team twice in a row, and then you come back last night and lose by 30. They were down 30 at half. Yeah. Yeah. At halftime. It's like you yeah, can't stay terrible. within 30 in 24 minutes of playing. That's pathetic. And, I mean, if you want to be – Kyle Lowry was named third-team All-NBA. If you really are going to be on the All-NBA team, you have to be consistent. I mean – He's been the least consistent yeah. player in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, for someone who's supposed to be as good as he is. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, that series has just been pretty annoying. There's been, like, some slight drama with, like, why isn't Kevin Love playing in some fourth quarters? Or – they almost had like a fight, I guess. <laughs> and LeBron like got hit in the throat by Tristan Thompson and I didn't hear acted any like of that. what? That's Wait, fine. you didn't see that? Like that—that that was his flop that everyone was talking about. LeBron's oh, oh, I did see. They that. They had like yeah, that yeah. fight, and then someone shoved Tristan Thompson's arm, and it like went back and hit LeBron. No, and yeah, he, I saw that. Yeah. I thought like, you were talking about. In I thought the you were saying like, oh no, no, no! I was <laughs> like, wow, that's good news. Why didn't I hear about that? <laughs> no, I was just talking about in the game. But yeah, hasn't I, I really haven't enjoyed watching it. I mean, I last night was just series. awful. Yeah. Just awful. It was just white noise in the background for me. Yeah, I watched about six minutes of the first quarter. Like, okay. You knew it was over no. so quickly. <laughs> I turned like, it on there up by like 20. I was like, okay. There was just no chance of them winning at all. It, it also might be a Cleveland thing where they're either just, if they're hitting threes and if they're moving the ball well and spacing, then they are just dominant. And maybe there are some nights where they don't have that. I did but. hear some stat that uh, the the Kyrie Evan Kyrie Kyrie Irving Kevin Love pick and roll defense is easily the worst in the NBA for like the two man one's guarding the screener and the other one's guarding the guy who's got the ball yeah, yeah, yeah. one point two one points per possession which is like so if they bad. did in the regular season that would be the worst I think it said among the worst in the NBA but. Yeah, I think I think it was Zach Lowe that pointed that out. Yeah, that might be just, one reason why Kevin Love isn't on the court. I know. As much. Um, that's just that's just that's just scary for them for whoever they have to play next. Yeah, because both I, these teams are so good offensively, meaning Golden State and Oklahoma City. So whoever wins that, like Cleveland is going to have to play like they did against Atlanta, making like twenty threes a yeah, game if they want to win. They can do it though. I mean, they can. It's going to be insane. If JR but. plays well. They are basically unstoppable. That, and they can, they can. Slow, they go as far as JR Smith takes. Basically, <laughs> they can slow the game down like they did last year against Golden State, and yeah, and make it that was more competitive. That you talk about how crazy that series was. That was an insane. Also, series. you can't run with the Thunder because they're outrunning Golden State. That, they're they're incredible. That that is can, so fun you to watch. Cannot, they are so fast. Apparently, there was some stat. They're getting they're getting their first shot within like eight seconds of the shot clock on average what? because if you that's if, when they're if there's a turnover best. russell westbrook is scoring there are basically. teams yeah. that take like the full eight seconds to get across yeah. <laughs> I know, and they're yeah. averaging like eight <laughs> seconds of their first shot it's just unbelievable but yeah that's when they're at their best is when they're running and kevin durant and westbrook are taking pull-up jumpers i also just really respect this i mean the east is so interesting i'm getting back to the west i really respect billy donovan just saying like listen we can't, we can't, we're not going to make, or uh, we're not going to match up with their death lineup 
they're gonna have to match up with us putting like steven adams in getting offensive rebounds yeah they're just like we're not gonna conform to your type of game we're gonna do what we do and you have to handle us which has worked everyone else all season has been trying to like well it works because steven adams can play perimeter d Right, right. And he can rebound. He's destroying Draymond. Well, yeah, and we could. Draymond's floating, not like he's being like a floater on defense. So he's not like guarding someone. So he's not boxing anyone out. So that's why Steven Adams is getting so many offensive boards. Yeah. All right. I think that pretty much covers. Well, do we have a prediction? Because it may be. For what? For which one? The finals. Who's going to be in the finals? Could be over by next week. That's what I'm saying. It'll probably be we'll have re, probably have our finals matchup. I mean, by I our think Cavs is kind of clearly obvious. Like they, after that last game, I don't really have much doubt. <laughs> yeah, that was a pathetic. I think show. they're probably going to win Game Six in Toronto. Call it a call it a series. Yeah. Cavs in, and then what do you guys think about the Warriors Thunder? I you honestly think? don't know. I mean, I honestly think I the Thunder are going to do it. I think they'll probably lose tonight, and then go back to Oklahoma City and close it out. I think that's a good. Yeah. Wait, not only did they beat all those teams, sorry, but and they're beating two of the best road teams of all time without home court advantage. They had a combined three losses at home all year between both those the Spurs and and Golden State, yeah. and now they're they already beat one without home court advantage. They're the and first they're team to beat the Warriors back to back. Like no, they hadn't lost back to back games, and they beat them back to back. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, to more important things. Uh, <laughs> After the first week of The Bachelorette, what are your hot takes? What are your takeaways? Jordan Rogers plays ball. Yeah. I think all of us were kind of ready to hate him. Oh, I was so ready to just pounce on him. Because he was kind of the favorite. You knew he was the athlete. and Everyone knew Aaron Rodgers' brother. <laughs> and so we were kind of ready to hate him. But by the end of the episode, we were like, okay. I, I okay, just I can lo- see this happening. I just loved okay how he this. was like so honest. Like He said something. I remember... The first thing he said, I remember thinking it was funny. But then when she finally came back in the house and they, they were all going to get their one-on-one time, someone goes, oh, can I grab you for a minute? And they just camera showed him. And he goes, well, that's not a great start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just, like, so funny. Yeah. But he, he needs to do something with his hair. But other than that. I think his hair is fine. I, I think JoJo is going to be a great bachelorette oh yeah she seems top notch she seems real and honest and not a uh not someone that's going to put her competitors through like six weeks of fighting each other i wonder what their group dates are going to be what her picks are for those. well we already know there's a football one based on the scenes oh, from, because i saw uh jordan rogers in like a football jersey that's with like unfair. an arm sleeve on that's just unfair just, like, <laughs> chucking it around <laughs> That's unreal. That's just really funny because to me, I'm just like, hmm, what? What is this person that I really like? Probably really good at make him would make him. Hey, we're out. gonna do a quarterback contest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who can throw the ball? The we're best. gonna do accuracy and distance. We're gonna play a game. Who has the most famous brothers? <laughs> oh, Jordan, you win this day. You get six more hours with me. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, there's something sketchy about this game. Seems weighted somehow. Was there anybody who got booted that we didn't think would get booted early? Did the erectile function guy get booted from Nashville? I think so. He was. He was. If he not, sucked. he was one of the last. No, he he had to have. Gone. <laughs> I'm sure. 
he had to run. It was really disappointing when the producers obviously stepped in and made her pick. Uh, there were three the clear producer guy. picks: the Canadian guy who got was in his speedo. The yeah. other guy who was hammered drunk, that's the barber with the awful haircut, who came in and interrupted her confessional thing and sat with oh, her. Oh, yeah, he was super drunk. Producer pick. And then yeah. Santa. Yeah, Santa, that's so yeah. weird. I kind of blocked that out of my memory. Yeah, so. I, I refuse. I don't know what the Canadian's name is, but I'm just calling him the Canadian. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and, and say that. And also, I, I, this theory, we batted around this theory. I think it has some truth probably. Pretty sure that Canada, Mr. Canada, is gay. He at least first, likes boys. The first line that he said was, "If I was gay, I'd be in heaven." And like, I, I, I want to be clear here. I'm not condemning whatever <laughs> preference he has, but if that's the first thing that you say when you come on the Bachelorette, it's not like, "Wow, JoJo looks beautiful tonight." It's that <laughs> if I was gay, I'd be in heaven. Maybe I he's mean, just saying that it's got a lot of competition, you know. Also, he was very weird way to say also, it. Also, yeah. he he was he was wearing underwear that he was probably planning on getting in. I yeah. mean, those aren't and like within an hour. Drawers. Within an hour of saying that statement, he's uh, naked, jumping in a he's, pool, he's drunk and naked and jumping in a pool in front of all and of flexing his, in front of the camera, yeah. which was odd. He he needs to get the fuck out. Yeah. Um. What? What? Another horrible person was Chad. Oh yeah, Chad, who was hate fun. <laughs> Are you serious? He was Chad such is a like dick. the super like macho man. Yeah, with the with the scruffy face. Is, is he the one that said like, um, "I'm not gonna come on here and talk about my feelings"? Oh, maybe, or yeah, maybe I'm like thinking that. of a different guy. Yeah, no, Chad was the one who in the in the scenes from this season was talking about like how he would like go to Jordan Rogers' house. He was like, "You think if I get eliminated, this is gonna stop me?" I'll take time and I'll go to your house. I'll find you. Yeah, he seems like an insane person. Yeah, you oh, you wow. called it immediately. He said he looked like a serial killer. Yeah, and he was the one who was. He talks a very monotone, yes. very like low voice. Who was the guy that was like bad mouthing everybody during the rose? Was that Chad? Chad. Yeah, he was the one who was. Oh, like, he's gonna be fun. I he was like talking him. about <laughs> he's Jordan Rogers. Like, like him, but... in real life, he was like, "Oh, you think you're so cool? All you've done in your life is throwing around a piece of leather, and you're 27." It's like, <laughs> so. <laughs> Like, you could say that about what Cam Newton. That? Yeah, what does like, that guy? Does that say he's not doing? pushing uh, paper? Like, yeah. <laughs> all you've done is make a thousand Excel spreadsheets your whole life. All you've done is sold luxury real estate, Chad. <laughs> yeah. I don't want him to hear this. He may find us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he's gonna come to your house, Brett. No. I'll find his Twitter account and tweet at him. <laughs> uh, that could get us some publicity. <laughs> we need <Yes>. this. <laughs> Please. These three men were murdered by oh, <laughs> a bachelorette bachelor. contestant. Listen to all their podcasts. <laughs> we could posthumously be like the best podcast <laughs> ever. <laughs> you know what? When people die, so if anyone wants, so to, if anyone wants to sponsor our podcast, we yeah. might be posthumously. Really or if anybody wants popular. to kill us and make yeah. us famous, <laughs> hey, there's ways. I to have fake a wife. <laughs> there's ways to fake your own death. I'm a. I, I'm of the opinion that lots of people have faked their own death. Yeah. Anyway. Like him. Conspiracy what, what, theory of give, the give, give us one. People we don't even know about. Who do you think is actually dead? Elvis. I think Tupac <laughs> might be alive. Abraham Lincoln. I think either Tupac or Biggie. There's I a think pretty it's good impossible chance that either of them might be alive. No. No chance. No, it's not Where impossible. can you go and not be seen? Uh, Africa. So why would they want to fake their own death and go live in a jungle? 
or jungle. There's plenty no, of. I'm just saying climates. Like, yeah, I'm just saying like some really really. I'm just remote saying. I'm just area. saying it's probably more common than you think. Probably because I don't by like, like by like common people. If or it, like if it happens, if it happens like either either one. If okay. it happens five times a year, that's more than I think. Famous, famous. I think it would be harder. You'd have to work a lot harder to to not get spotted. They just like cut their hair and then be done with it. Although now that I think about it, is it is sunglasses. weird that no one's gotten caught. That's what being I'm saying. Alive. No one's ever gotten caught <laughs> <laughs> being alive. When but con- but normal people they do. How did we get here? <laughs> what are we talking about? That's just a hot take that I had, okay? <laughs> I like it. That if anyone's lasted this long, you got to hear my hot take about people faking their own death. It was the hottest of takes. Yeah. So, I don't know. Thanks for listening, I guess. <laughs> Any of you guys have hot takes about stuff? Send it to us. We'll talk about it. Right? I'm, I was talking was to you guys. guys but but yes, oh, also I thought you were saying to our... If you have listeners. any conspiracy theories that you would like us to dish on... Uh, I'm very open to that. I'll start a separate podcast on that. Probably didn't land on the moon. No, I think we landed on the moon. No, I think that's bullshit. I think that's one of the easiest ones to believe. Probably. That's why it's not believable. <laughs> because because it makes it's, more sense. It's no, too other easy. Ones? No, yeah, it's too easy. You guys need to watch a video. I'll show, a video. I'll show it to you. Talks about shadows, slow motion photography. Anyone can make a fucking amateur. It was like on PBS, okay? It was legit. You have to look at the big picture. You have to look at big picture stuff. If you look up Illuminati on YouTube, you can watch like 50,000 Illuminati videos. And one of those will be somewhat convincing. You can be convinced of anything if someone frames it to you in the right way. Yeah. Like the lady who claimed that the monster energy drinks were like of Satan or whatever. Do you remember that? Oh, I don't remember We got to watch that after this. That's a great video. All right, we got to go and we got to watch that video. It's a good video. (laughs) Um, Thanks for joining us. If you have any questions or comments, send them our way on Twitter at Hardwood Takes. Um, but yeah, join us next week, next Thursday. And so on. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James.